Niaje, my guys, welcome to Illuminate. If you're looking to be empowered, equipped, and ready to be a witness for Christ, then this, my friend, is for you. I'm your host, Kate Wangila. So last week, we kicked off our podcast with the very first official episode on salvation. And wah! See, that episode was moto. It was, <laughs> it was so powerful, and I know it was. Anyways, um, today, we have another hot topic, and that is drum rolls, please. I identity in Christ. Um, after getting saved, who are we exactly and how does God see us? For those who have been dealing with identity crises and know, identity crises affect everyone, not only adults. They happen to a lot of people no matter your age. So um, if that's what you've been going through, look no further because this is for you. Before we continue, I just want to give a disclaimer that a large part of last week's episode, both part one and part two will be referenced here. So if you haven't listened to them, I would encourage you to do so. And while you're at it, please leave a like, comment, and share with your friends. Because, you know, we're trying to grow the kingdom of God here. So support, you, you know, your support is not only helping us, but it is also helping others. So at the end of this series, we are going to be having a segment called Hashtag New Perspective, where we will answer your questions on each and every topic discussed in this series. Um, so don't be shy to drop a question down in the comments as well as in the DMs. With me in studio today, I have been joined by three other guests, and they are... Hi, my name is Martha. I'm happy to be here and really excited. Thank you. <laughs> Hello, guys. I'm here. It's Stella Kanye, and I'm happy just to be here. Um, hi, guys. My name is Nick, or Nicky Konana. You can call me Nick Konan. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Thank you, guys, for being here today. I really appreciate Anyways, now um, in the spirit of talking about identity and being who you are, I'd like us to talk a little more about ourselves and, you know, become acquainted with our listeners. So Martha, kick us off. Well, mm -hmm. for those who have not met me, if you meet me for the first time, I'm a short girl, <laughs> a short lady. Um, I'm soft-spoken, as you can hear. <laughs> um... I'm currently a student at St. Paul's. I'm doing um, my diploma in uh, social work. Um, I'm a lively person. I believe I am a lively person. And um, I'm a crazy goer for Christ. Amen. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so hi, guys. Um, hi again. So um, how I'll describe myself. Yes, if you're meeting me for the first time. So uh, I'll see who Stella is. Stella is a um, humble girl, um, a hardworking person. I'm strong, and I'm a strong believer of the gospel. And um, um, I'm currently studying, um, taking certificate in counseling psychology. Yes. Hey, we'll go to one of my psychologists <laughs> and <laughs> my social workers. Okay. Nice. nice. Um, I'm a young person. Um, Almost finishing, almost graduating uni. Nice. Um, Congratulations. Yeah. Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, finally. Um, yeah, that's yeah, about it. <laughs> well, thank you guys for acquainting yourself with our listeners. Now, um, my second question is, um, well, what, what would you say has um, influenced your opinion about yourself? Is it by your work? What you do, your grades, personality, what what has influenced your opinion about yourself? Mm. Well, I wouldn't say it's my grades. Neither can I say 
it's work because actually I'm still a student like I had introduced myself earlier so for me I'll go with uh, personality um I'm a I'm a what I'm really passionate in um helping people uh, yeah for me it's just my personality in short like um through the passion that I have in helping people, it wa- it's uh, what motivates me to just uh, want to be good and just not to see anyone suffer. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like that about you. Thank you. Yes. Um, for me, I'll also agree with her. Um, for me, it's my personality. I feel like um, in terms of my environment and the situations I've faced, I feel like that's they've molded me to the person that I am today. So... Yeah, that's how I'll put it. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Um, well, for me, I'd say I think relationships with people reveal a lot. So yeah, mostly the people I know, people I've gotten to meet along the way. Yeah. So, um, in regards to last week's episode on salvation, we need to look at who we are without Christ so that we can understand who we are with Christ. So, um. Maybe if someone could read from Romans 8, uh, f- I mean 8, verse 5 to 8. Um, okay. <coughs> Romans 8, 5 to 8. Yes. Um, okay. So for those who live according to, to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit, set their minds on the things of the spirit. Um, for, this, for to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to, send, to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile towards God, uh, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. And those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Mm. So I'd like Romans 8, 5 to 8 to um, kind of um, what lead our discussion, um, especially on this question. How would you describe yourself before Christ? Mm -hmm. I got born again. Um, That was when... In 2016, it was actually um, on a weekend challenge, and it was on 23rd of March. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was on a Saturday or on a Sunday. But the Martha that wasn't born again was a very angry Martha. Like, little things will just um, annoy me. I would easily get disappointed, easily get discouraged, um, easily look down upon myself as an individual. Mm. But the moment I took Christ as my Lord and my personal Savior, everything changed. Like I'm I'm more happy. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm passionate about, you know, just wanting to see people like, you know what, just go for whatever you want to go for and just don't belittle yourself you know yeah yeah so i'll i'll say that i've really um changed or i've really grown from the Mm. mother that didn't know christ and the mother that knows christ and you know it's great that you've emphasized on the part of growing in christ because honestly i feel like the people that we are without christ are just (laughs) boring yeah boring immature you know Uh we we really don't know what you want Yeah, I agree with that, um, with um, how you've put your answer. Uh-huh, Stella? Um, I've just heard you say boring. I was wondering, hey, couldn't you knew me before Christ? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Stella before Christ, wow, I used to be very, very dull. 
head full of insecurities, self-doubt. I never believed in anything that I did. I never had, like, um, tell me to do something. I'll just be like, no, you know. But since after I just learned, and I'm still growing in Christ, I just learned that, you know what, I can do it. You know, just being and reassuring yourself, just, yeah, that changed my life. Hey, I felt the part where you've said, um, you know, you are self, you, you used to self-doubt, mm-hmm. you are insecure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really feel those things because I, I guess I was the same also when the, the, the Kate that, w- um, I mean, the Kate before Christ mm-hmm. was also the same way. Nick. Yeah. Um, so I digress. Um, I'll read s- Psalm 73 to mm-hmm. explain my life before Christ. Yeah. To uh, Psalm 73 to says, but as for me, my feet had almost stumbled. My steps had nearly slipped, for I was envious of the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. So um, I think this just goes back to another verse that talks about how people take good for bad, mm. um, bitter for sweet, and exchange all that. I think I was at a, p- at a point in life where I thought, you know, God doesn't really reward you for seeking him. Yeah. Yeah, but then afterwards... <laughs> I realize that it does reward <laughs> those who seek him. And uh, that's the thing about um, not being in Christ, because, you know, the world is so enticing. And what's this, what's this phrase? All that glitters is not gold. Yeah. Whatever is in the world glitters, but it's, it's not gold. You know, it may look good to other people, but you, when you're in Christ, you know, mm-hmm. there are some things that you just cannot um, take or have, you know. But that's not, that's not to say that when you're in Christ, he will deny you the riches. He will deny you freedom and prosperity. No, he won't deny you that. Um, maybe you'll, you'll grow, but you'll have to maybe wait a while for these things. Yeah. yeah. Just to add on to what you said about mm-hmm. God providing. There's a verse that says, he who gave his, or he gave up his only son, won't he also just give us all good things? Exactly. Yes. Can yeah. you imagine someone giving up the only son yeah. just for just for you to have life in them? It's the most beautiful thing, honestly. And just to add on your point, mm-hmm. like um, you see the perception that people have that um, when you're in Christ, mm-hmm. like you have to be boring. It, aye, it is said not this. boring. <laughs> mm, we said this in the last episode that salvation is never boring. I feel that it's it's more of how you put it or how you perceive it. Because in salvation, um, okay, um, let's take an example of the Israelites and when they were taken out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. There's a verse in the Bible. I'm not sure where, but I'm sure it's in Exodus somewhere there. That God doesn't take you out of Egypt to fend for yourself. So can you imagine? That when you get out of the world, God does not leave you. I mean, or when you're in salvation, God doesn't leave you to fend for yourself. At now to go and look for a community to help you or to go and look for things, this and this and this. No, he will fend for you. He will provide for you the people that, the community that you need, number one. The type of things that you will do, number two. And whatever activities that, you know, are Christian-like, you know. Of course, he will give them to you knowing that he's catering to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um also mm-hmm. uh, as we as we wrap up on that mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Like um I feel mm-hmm. um you know the person that you are before you you met Christ mm-hmm. um is usually like um the the most boring part mm. of you because you know you you tend to like want to experiment everything you want validation from people you want them to accept you for like you know, 
uh, just to try and fit in. But mm-hmm. once you know Christ and once you walk with him, everything changes. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like the things that uh, used to excite you, uh, the worldly, worldly things, they don't right now. Mm-hmm. Because, for instance, you know, if before you met Christ, you are a person who used to, say, for example, uh, go for parties and everything. And then you're like, when you come to Christ, I won't party. Let me tell you, even as a Christian, you party, but you party in Christ, you exactly. know? <laughs> exactly. And that's mm-hmm. why we're saying, like, coming to Christ, it's not boring. Like, the things we do as youths, and it's just so lively and even better than just going outside, drinking, getting Way drunk, better. wasting mm-hmm. your, your, your time. Yeah. yeah. And actually, let's pinpoint your your point because <laughs> it will guide us in our conversation first of all in this episode and in the next mm-hmm. because all of them are interlinked so we'll just put a point on that that point especially mm-hmm. um now uh we want to talk about now in the in the bible genesis one twenty seven says that god created us in his image and i think this is relevant in understanding today's topic so since god doesn't have a physical body mm, and we are not we are we are not made in his physical image then in what ways exactly are we made in his image how would you answer that question oh well what i well i I was um looking up that point and i ended up um understanding god's identity as having a conscience as a human being Mm. you have the free will to choose um right and wrong so you're mostly having a conscience yeah. It's kind of like having conviction, almost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Stella. Um. I feel like when um looking at this question, I look it from a spiritual point of view. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, you've talked about we're not made physically in His image, right? Mm-hmm. Um. I th- um. For me, when I look uh, at it in a spiritual way, I'll say we're made in His image through the Holy Spirit, which lives in us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I l- look at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, it's just so short and easy. The deeds that you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, physically, we're all different. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't look like Stella. I don't look like Kate. Um, so I wouldn't base my faith in, um, you know, the physicalityness mm-hmm. of Christ. Mm-hmm. But it's by the deeds that you do. You know, mm-hmm. if you're kind, spread the kindness throughout if you're loving love everyone you know yeah mm-hmm. actually um we're having a debate um amongst my friends this week about this uh point because you know we're to- we're talking now about how is it that we are made in god's image yet he doesn't have a physical body and one of um my friends stated that um you know our bodies are literally just shells of who we are you know our bodies are not who we are but we have the spirit of mm. god in mm-hmm. okay we're not really like god but we have the spirit of god inside us so that's why that's how we are made in his image Yani, we are kind of like an offspring of his image of he of who he is mm-hmm. and we're literally put in a physical body the shell so who we are is not our outside body but rather we are kind of like a spirit inside yeah. i'm not sure how to explain it but <laughs> Um, okay. I get you. It's like the spirit uh-huh. is what, like, it's being sheltered by exactly. the physical it's body. It's being sheltered by the physical body. So, 
whatever you see outside is not who you are mm-hmm. so it's what it is whoever is inside mm-hmm. yeah and i think that point really made sense for me now um i want to ask um in the last episode we also we also mentioned that we are sinful in nature so help us understand how is it that we are we unworthy humans get our identity from god a holy god and yet we are sinful in nature how did god reconcile us to him um so for me um i'll say first of all we serve a selfless god because mm-hmm. um and we're told his ways are not our ways in you you'll, you'll be like how come um i've seen all this you know and he still you could just go and repent and he just forgives you just like that yeah. so first of all we sell we serve a selfless god and his ways are not um um our ways and also uh looking at this question i looked at it uh from a parent child view mm-hmm. we all call ourselves children of god right yeah and we go to him as our father so um uh, taking an example, you're a parent and your child makes a mistake. No matter how bad the mistake is, you're not going to throw them out of the house or tell them, mm. you stop being my child because you've done this mistake. Yeah. Yes, it may take some time before maybe you forgive them and they need to be punishing them, yes, but eventually they're still your child. Mm-hmm. So I, I pick it up the same way that even if um, through our sinful nature and whatever we do, like God is still our father and he's still there for us and no matter what he's still accept us no matter the mistake that we did yeah, yeah. wow i agree with that one especially mm-hmm. oh um so i think this goes back to the original sin or where sin came from because initially we weren't you know we were the reflection of god's glory we were supposed to be the reflection of god's glory with mm-hmm. jesus but we all fell short of that glory and after that i think god showed us who he was who, how he was holy by giving us grace mm. so this is verse that says for i require i think it's hosea 6 6 um for i desire steadfast love and not sacrifice the knowledge of god that rather than burnt offerings so yeah i think um it's for you to know god mm. um it's all for you to know god yeah. the grace he's given you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. um how did god reconcile himself to me mm-hmm. is when he died on the cross mm-hmm. and washed my sins away mm-hmm. and made me anew you know as a, a child of god just like stella said it's like a, a father a, okay a parent child relationship and no matter uh, the bad things you do like your parent will still accept you okay now for for, for christ now it's different like there won't be any judge uh, what is it called judgment he'll just accept you as the way you are and no matter the sin you've done as long as you go before Christ and you confess whatever you've done then he'll still accept you back to his kingdom and for me that's something that you know cuz the things that you know you do to the earthly parents let me call them that for mm-hmm. now they are. yeah <laughs> and um you know like they'll take time to to forgive and to also forget like they'll keep on mentioning but for christ he'll just easily wash away what you've done yeah and like in a 
Mm-hmm. It actually takes me back to the parable of the prodigal son. Because the prodigal son basically took everything from his father, his whole inter- inheritance. Alienda kachafua uko. Then by the time he comes back, he has nothing at all and his father still accepted him the way he was. Yeah. And everything that we have discussed in this um, episode all stems back to salvation. Hence the more reason why you need it. You know, who we are in this world equates to absolutely nothing. Okay, so we are just lost sheep without a shepherd, which by the way brings me back to Jesus' parable of the lost sheep. He, he left the 99 to come and find you, to make you somebody, to make you a child in God's kingdom. While you, while you are, you know, and maybe still are looking for yourself and trying to figure out who you are, he knew you. And once I came to that realization, I was brought to tears because I still feel emotional about talking. I mean, I, f- I still feel emotional talking about it right now. It's, it's such a beautiful thing that God left everyone else to come and find you. Mm-hmm. You, that sinner. Mm-hmm. Mm? Wow. Mm. And it's, wow. I, I honestly don't know how to put it in words. And anyways, in regards to who we are in Christ and what the Bible says about us, we'll have to li- uh, post a list of scriptures so that you can have a look, on the, uh, a look at them on social media. I won't be able to read, uh, um, read them out loud today, but we still got you covered. Head over to our social medias, um, which will be linked down below, and drop a hashtag bless in the comments under that post so that we see you. Ah, yeah, back to normal programming. <laughs> so now that you've discussed who we are without Christ, let's discuss who we are with Christ. Okay. So, um, you know, in the Bible, it says that we are heirs of God's kingdom. And um, that's according to Ephesians 1, verse um, 13 and 14. And how does that affect the way you live, knowing that you're an heir of God's kingdom, of his inheritance? Just like we mentioned, the prodigal of, I mean, I mean, the parable of the prodigal son. How do you feel? How does that make you want to live differently? Or how does that make you live differently? Uh, <coughs> the fact that um, you know that whatever is waiting for you in mm-hmm. his kingdom is greater than whatever, like, if you're just, if you're not born again. Yeah. Like, um, there's this thing, Twasemanga, mambo ya dunia tutayacha papa hapa. Lakini, for whatever we, we, as the children of God, what we're going to like, how would I put it? <laughs> um, like <coughs> the reward that awaits us is greater, yeah, mm. yeah, and it's true, by the way. <coughs> I really agree with that point. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um, to this question, I relate it um, with my Christian journey, um, just looking at it and just having that assurance that the kingdom of God belongs to us. Um, I feel like it has impacted my life so much because I live every day to be hopeful. I mean, whatever I do, no matter wh- whatever happens, I still hope that, you know, at the end of the day and at the end of um, it all, I'll still, you know, come back to my father and he'll still be there for me. And also, um, I also feel like I'm not alone. I don't know if or if you guys feel that way because mm-hmm. um, he's always there with us mm. and uh, just... Yeah, like he just promising you the kingdom. Uh, it's, mm. it's just overwhelming sometimes. Mm-hmm. Even you're talking about how you feel like, oh, you know, cheering and oil. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I'm not alone, and that's really encouraging, especially when you're living in today's world, because mm-hmm. there's a lot. Then yeah. mm-hmm. we live in a world where all these things, in terms of even mental health, is happening, and you know, just having assurance that you know what, at the end of the day, I have someone who is always working with me every time, every hour. Mm. Yes. Mm. For me, and yeah. I feel like it's important to note that 
Christ will never leave you. Yani he's by your side always no matter what you do. Yeah. Eh no matter if you sin or not, mm-hmm. no matter whether you're in good terms with him or not, he's mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Always. No matter what uh, struggle you're going through, he's there. Always. So it's very reassuring first of all. Yeah, and true. I really appreciate that about, you know, having a relationship with Christ because Hey, manzi sometimes in this world you can feel alone. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Adi unasikia tu <laughs> what's <laughs> going on man? Tea for tough, mm. eh? Tea for tough. Eh? <laughs> 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 Struggles. Yeah. Um I'd agree with what you you guys have said. Um and just to add on to there's a verse that talks about how you've died and no longer live but Christ lives in you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I think it's um what should I say? Um choosing to live uh through the spirit mm. i think there are many verses which talk about the fruit of the spirit so the wa- the word also says or talks about how you should live as wise and not unwise because the days are evil mm. <laughs> yeah just i think similar to what you guys have said yeah yeah definitely and um i just want to clarify that by the living by the spirit means that when you accept christ the holy spirit comes in you to guide you because um in scripture it says that when christ left i mean when he ascended to heaven he said that i'll bring you a helper that helper is the holy spirit mm-hmm. so that's what he means by the spirit is you know you're living in the spirit yeah mm-hmm. the holy spirit is there to help you no matter what anyways um what are some of the lies that you believed about yourself that are contrary to what the word says or what god says about you because go- because god is the word so what are some lies that you believed that are contrary to that huh. <coughs> let me focus on one <laughs> for the longest time i've been struggling with um you know uh believing in myself Mm-hmm. and just like um seeing that I'm worthy mm-hmm. you know because um i remember the first time like i was made um uh a leader in crossroads mm-hmm. i kept on asking myself ukoshwa watu wametafuta mtu mwingine wakakosa ama ni op ni vile tu nimekuja tu you know like they just take me naisha like am i even worthy to be a leader you know self doubt am i like credible to lead the people like you know so as in just a lot of uh, self doubt um again like i said also looking down upon yourself you know so um for the longest time those are things that have really been eating me up but the moment that um i came to terms that you know what you were chosen as a leader for a reason mm. you're there for a purpose mm-hmm. so for me that's fulfilling because mm-hmm. you know um it encourages me because i mean like i'm just slowly proving myself that you know what you're able you're capable and yes you're worthy and kabisa hawakufanya mistake when they chose you as a leader yeah wow nice. that's so beautiful stella wow this question is very interesting because just looking at it and thinking how you are how you felt back then i think it brings back so many memories and emotions mm. so um the lies i believed about myself first um as i said i had so many insecurities about myself and also believed i don't know it is i don't know it's a belief or i just thought i was um lack of a better word i'll say a failure in things mm-hmm. that i did 
like because um maybe I'll, I'll say a certain point in my life i really did things constantly and they were not working out like yeah. constant failure and that just made me downgrade myself and mm-hmm. make me wonder you know who, who am i mm-hmm. and just you know disregard myself mm-hmm. so that was really a challenge for me back then but look at me today i'm happy i'm talking about i'm here yeah. <laughs> so we thank god yeah mm-hmm. through reading is hard and even the fact that the bible tells us that you're the you're the head and not the tail yeah. just mm-hmm. reading those words and r- recurring them every day when you wake up in, in the morning mm-hmm. telling yourself yes this is a process actually i'll say you talked about salvation i'll say t- salvation is a process you yeah. never you just don't get born again today and voila tomorrow everything is just working out mm-hmm. for you you mm-hmm. are just the strongest mm-hmm. the, you know mm-hmm. yeah so the constant walk i yeah that has really changed yeah wow mm-hmm. um I, say, I think um for me i think the way the word says he devil steals kills and destroys um i think there's with christ these are these are what there's a standard or limit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah without him it's just I- anything goes and yeah. it's easy for True. you to just be someone you don't want to be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or get into some things that you don't want to get in or regret yeah. yeah so for me it was all that but now i think there's a god develops our our a character and yeah personality in christ mm-hmm. that's exceedingly and un- abundantly more than what you think or expect. Mm. And that's the second point that will pinpoint, especially that one about being things that you weren't meant to be or you don't want to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It will especially help us in understanding now this episode and even the next one. So I'm telling you guys, it's a whole series. If you haven't listened to the past episodes, please go and listen to them. And then now, you know, we, you can understand the context of what we're talking about. And um, I think even me, I'll answer this question. Hey, it's emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love you like this, but hey, these things are deep. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, for me, I feel like, um, especially, I felt that I was never, I wasn't, I wasn't going to be good enough, and I would never, I never was. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not good enough, and I never was going to be good enough. That's how I felt most of the time, as in the whole time I, that I wasn't with Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, um. Especially, you know, there's a specific important person that um, I always wanted to exceed the expectations of me. And um, I feel like most of my life I just spent trying to, you know, impress him, you know, do this and that. Mm-hmm. Eh? You know, trying to, uh, y- you know, yeah, just what I said, expedi- exceeding the expectations of me. And I feel that, um, first of all, I failed myself because, um, of course, I don't think anyone can ever meet anyone's expectations. Yeah, it's it's practically mm, almost true. impossible. Mm-hmm. And I failed God because that's probably not what he wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. I know that God wanted to me to be me and be adequate mm-hmm. being me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't adequate of who I was. You know, I was constantly working on doing this and that and this and that so I can impress this person and, you know, at least get their approval. Mm. Yes, approval is the word. I was looking for approval and I was, you know, and just like Martha, I also wasn't feeling worthy. Mm. So I feel like if I didn't get that approval mm-hmm. I w- and I wasn't going to feel worthy. And it's not just approval with this specific person. It was approval from everyone else, everyone around me. I needed to impress you so I feel approved. Mm-hmm. But now, no matter who you are, mm-hmm. I already feel <laughs> approved. I already feel worthy. Yes. I already feel adequate. Mm-hmm. 
So no one can take that away from you. Exactly, no one can take that away from me. And mm-hmm. honestly, I'm living my best life being approved and being worthy and being adequate. Mm-hmm. I honestly feel it's like a load lifted off of me. Anyways, as we close, I want to ask what aspects of your identity do you find incredible? Like it's the best about you. It's the best thing about yourself. And which ones do you find hard to live up to, Nick? Let's start us off. Oh, what aspects of your identity do you find incredible? I think it's incredible that you can learn from your mistakes. And um, which ones do I find hard to live up to? Yeah, knowing that there is no such thing as a perfect person or Christian, and that you should show grace to and mercy to other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I feel another interesting question. Um, so what aspects of my identity do I find incredible? Um, I'll say my values and my standards because mm. I feel like um, these are things that we work with every day, no matter where you, you go. You don't leave them somewhere and be like, ah, you know, because of this situation, you know, let me just, con- you know, consider. Yeah. yeah, I'll say my values. That is really important. And even um, my emotions, you know, like sometimes... You know, it's sometimes it can get a lot. We can we can all relate with the time that we are in. The f- we're living in pandemic times, yeah. and it's all not colorful and all. But um, I feel like uh, over time and uh, growing in um, in Jesus, it has made me become emotionally aware of myself, mm. and also know in even those times that I'm feeling emotionally drained, I can go to Christ and just cry and just. You know, you don't have to be perfect. You know, the the things we're told um, when you don't even have words, let the Holy Spirit intercede for you. Let the Holy Spirit speak your words. So I'll say my emotions and my values, yes. Identity that I find incredible. <coughs> I don't know. Like, for me, it's just the fact that I can sit down and just, like, talk to God directly you know like i don't know how we would have survived kitambo if um you remember the zile enziza it's the priest who will take your prayers before mm, christ and you wouldn't yeah and you wouldn't like um nitwaje like have a direct conversation with christ like lazima kukwena a channel so that him fikie and maybe up you would have some questions like am i sure this priest so the fact that right now we can just like directly sit down and you're like hey you know what god hey this and this is happening hey and i don't think i have that heart just like to sit even here and talk to you but the fact that i know you're there and you're listening and you're seeing what is happening and you still remind me that and akupat kwa shoulder and telling you yeah. that their child i'm i'm here for you for me that's something incredible because hey sometimes you just sit down you pass through things you can't even share with anyone mm. Wow. Anyways, um, for me, I feel like the aspect of my identity that I find incredible is um the fact that I am resilient, and you know, often um people tell me oftentimes that uh, you know, Kate, you're so strong. How can you go through this? And me, I'm just there. I I haven't even noticed that you know I'm even that strong. As in, Nashinda. Okay, unasema nini sasa? Eh? 
but I know I am because the situations that I've passed through and honestly askanga to way hey if it wasn't for god and I'm and you know it's god who has made me resilient like that otherwise I would have lost it a long time ago anyways and the fact I mean the aspects that I find it um that I find hard to live up to is mm, well if we're being honest forgiveness and it's not even in the sense of at oh I don't want to forgive you know someone can for- forgive but later you'll just come and remember ai by the way nifanye hivi and i'm just like ai now how is it that i can get over this thing especially if you're living with someone who who constantly pisses you off again and again and again and i shouldn't okay now i've forgiven you now you want me to forgive you again how you know exactly that one seven times seven me i find it very hard to live up to but you know what we are all work in progress even me even me i'm work in progress and i know that one day one time very soon i will come to be a very forgiving person um yeah. I, i feel for me um it's um what is it called like forgiving is not an issue hmm. but forgetting yeah you know like yes you've come you've apologized but forgetting you know like i wouldn't put myself in the same situation because i'll be like where last time i did this to kate and this is what she did to me so it will like constantly remind me you know like all 24/7 my god will always be up exactly having your god up and your wall up ah uh, when say uh, that's i I'm, i don't know maybe one day i'll just come and break those <laughs> guards and walls but uh, for now i'm still work in progress anyways um that is all we had today folks thank you so much for listening in Make sure that um you tune in next week as we cover the final episode of this series and thank you so 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 much for listening. We truly appreciate your support and may God bless you richly for doing so. Don't forget to like, comment, share and subscribe because as you do so, we are, you are also supporting us. Thank you and have a lovely day or week ahead. Goodbye.